peace, namaste, and shalom. Everybody out there in dreamland, I am the beyond top secret Texan. Join me on my podcast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, where I explore the outer limits of human abilities, top secret military technologies, the reality of extraterrestrial Earth alliances, secret space wars, advanced cryptozoology, subjects of theosophic truth, esotericism, and the occult. Beyond the Top Secret Texan Podcast. Greetings everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of Beyond the Top Secret Texan I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you all, listeners new and old alike, for listening as I broadcast from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. And it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. Today, we are going to be speaking about Jade Helm. It's a amazing amount of information that I want to share, as well as it's extremely significant event to have happened in recent history that I believe is being completely forgotten and obscured under the avalanche of all new information that is happening. And whose ultimate implications and significance, its importance, its gravity, was defeated before its final implementation could bloom forth in a deadly harvest of civil war. By the 2016 presidential victory in the United States of America by Donald Trump for the 45th presidency, a day that will live in infamy, but one that through the careful calculations that were close to divine providence and intervention the Q crew the Q cartel the Q quantum computer or Q level clearance Click. Pulled off an amazing upset. But I don't believe in luck. But that is a story for another time. 
this prevented the CIA organized crime dynasty that had operated since Bush Sr. took over from Ronald Reagan. And I would even say Ronald Reagan himself being the first president of the Panopticon Illuminati Police State of Wall Street that was USA Incorporated which you can argue even began in the 1910s with Woodrow Wilson and has operated as such ever since. The federal government is the enemy of its own people. Until the 2016 election. Instead of Hillary Clinton, well-known occultist, organized criminal, lawyer, a mob lawyer for Ozark, pedophile drug smuggling and bunker building deep state families funded by the ownership of Walmart the Ozarks have become the largest per or millionaire per capita state in the Union. As a bit of trivia. But all the money in the world cannot defy God. Or time travelers. All sufficient technology beyond understanding is akin to magic. Indistinguishable from magic. And magic is indistinguishable from God. Or mir- miraculous, or mir- miracles, or supernatural. Sixth sense, ultrasensory, psionic type activities. And I'll leave that for another story as well. And now it may connect to the election process for 2016. But Hillary Clinton did not take office. She could not expand the federal government's security apparatus domestically she could not position the false flag actors and COINTEL Pro MK Ultra sleeper cells into the key positions necessary 
to begin their plans for justifying a civil war in the United States of America so that they could bring red leading states or states focused on independence or reinforcing the state's rights balance and the federal legal system of the United States of America by sending in special forces under the orders of the Pentagon under the orders of the commander in chief under emergency contingencies blaming militias as domestic terrorists justifying boots on the ground military occupations of states such as Texas Arizona Utah and many others this was their ultimate agenda make no mistake about it this was their ultimate plan but since she lost they all lose And this plan was put together by President Obama, or at least during the Obama administration. In 2015, specifically, under the operational name Jade Helm 15. Jade Helm 15 was a massive military operation, a war game that effectively took place from the Pacific Ocean to the Gulf of Mexico hypothetically converting the American Southwest into a fictionalized multinational map of friendly and hostile powers where special forces would have to travel in between conduct missions and raids as well as provide security and stabilization or at least try to in the face of a hostile organized native population this is what they told us but immediately suspicions rippled through the world and made their way from the very bottom to the very top of the Texas social pyramid with even Governor Greg Abbott ordering the Texas State Guard a National Guard specifically serving as a standing army in times of emergency to protect Texas that is outside of the command of the chain of command of the National Guard of the Federalist United States of America 
asking the Texas State Guard and the Texas Rangers, the legendary paramilitary special state police that acts like the Texas Commissar or the Texas KGB. To spy on and handle any oversights or illegalities on the federal government's part during this operation. The cracks immediately were evidence between the solidarity or the presumed social solidarity of America and its internal populations. where not only did the people not trust the federal government, but the federal government viewed its people as hostile and requiring military martial law to subdue now I'm going to be reading what Jade Hull, Jade Helm was exposed to be and the various conspiracy theories surrounding it, all of which have elements of truth in them, and I will be explaining how much was actually true, how much was shield damage control and of course propaganda by the feds the glowies to try to discredit the state of Texas as well as many others who were concerned by this operation which was so large it was the largest joint military action in the continental United States since the 1950s when the military staged war games of a mock Soviet invasion of the West Coast. This was at that level of pop culture and societal involvement domestically by the United States military that it's second only to the strategic command era the Eisenhower administration era of the United States of the 1950s was a big deal, a major undertaking.
Jade Hell Martial Law World War Three Prep Document One U.S. Army Special Operations Command request to conduct realistic military training RAMT Jade Helm 15 This is the official U.S. Army Special Operations Command PowerPoint presentation page 1 Purpose the commander of the United States Army Special Operations Command, USA SOC, USA SOC, seeks a written invitation and approval from local officials to conduct realistic military training within their jurisdiction for joint military exercise, Jade Helm 15. What is realistic military training? Realistic military training is training conducted outside a federally owned property. The RMT process is designed to ensure proper coordination between Department of Defense representatives and local and regional authorities. The process includes the following measures. Risk assessment, medical and communication plans, MOU and MOA and licensing agreements over training areas, staging areas, and role players. Legal reviews for local laws. Identification of training, staging areas, role players, airfields, drop zones, DZs, and landing zones, LZs, and surveys of landscapes for maps, topography. Letters of invitations obtained from local officials, mayor, county commissions, etc. Coordination with local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies and public affairs reviews afterwards. What is Jade Helm? Jade Helm is a challenging eight-week joint military and interagency unconventional warfare exercise conducted throughout Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, and Colorado. Jade Helm is a U.S. Special Operations Command, U.S. SOCOM-sponsored exercise to improve the Special Operations Forces' capability as part of the National Security Strategy. Jade Helm 15 will run from 15th July through the 15th September 2015. Who and where? Participants. The U.S. Army Special Forces Command, the Green Berets, the U.S. Navy SEALs, the U.S. Air Force Special Operations Command, the U.S. Marine Corps Marine Special Operations Command, the U.S. Marine Corps Marine Expeditionary Unit, the 82nd Airborne Division, and interagency partners. The interagency partners is important because it doesn't say it here, but there's code, and the implications are that they are foreign NATO troops, special forces from NATO divisions, advisors, military intelligence officers that will be either training alongside acting as realistic NATO allies in the mock invasion of this mix of hostile and, and friendly nations that they are occupying for this realistic military training 
that they were be deep state special forces such as CIA, NSA, paramilitaries that were either operating as proxy hostiles are conducting massive domestic surveillance and electronic warfare strategies or tactics inside real cities and urban like centers in domestic states that are intended for real life major warfare operations with 21st century technologically advanced nations such as mass gathering of intelligence and data from drones that are hacking and picking up all the cell phone um, signals, cell phone messages, text messages, etc. from a local city's geographic area for a matter of days. And this is in training is so that it can filter, you know, these, these systems can be tested and the efficiency and effectiveness of their operators can be tested, etc. And the code word will be sent up by the uh, by the proxy, you know, uh, enemy, etc. And it has to, be just, has to be found inside the real world message pollution, the electronic pollution of internet signals, etc. This is all how the practice will work. Now, the interagency partners in 2015 are also rumored to be things like the Chinese, Chinese special forces, Chinese military advisors who would serve as the UN's real shock troops and backbone of their new military operation as peacekeepers, quote-unquote, but operating and intentionally operating from the very start training to operate in American CONUS, you know, 48 states geography and martial law situations imposed on the United States by foreign invading powers, the United Nations. Exercise locations within Texas. Bastrop, Smithville, Big Springs, Caddo Lake, Caldwell, Cristobal, College Station, Dell City, El Dorado, Goliad, Junction, Leakey, Menard, Mountain Home, San Angelo, San Antonio, and Victoria. The map presented lists California as blue, Nevada as blue, Southern California, Baja California, as red, labeled an insurgent pocket, Arizona as light blue, Utah as red and overtly hostile with a level 5 event taking place near its southern border. Colorado is blue. New Mexico is brown. Remaining neutral. While Texas is red. 
with a J-O-A-X events in San, in San Antonio and a C-R-F events in Victoria. Why Texas? The United States Special Operations Command, U.S. SOCOM, has conducted numerous exercises in Texas because Texans and Texans historically supportive of efforts to prepare our soldiers, airmen, marines, and sailors to fight the enemies of the United States. To hone advanced skills, the military and interagency require large areas of undeveloped land with low population densities and access to towns. The proposed areas offer the conditions conductive to quality training because of real obstacles to challenge the joint and IA personnel or personnel during planning and execution of their tasks. These challenges include operating outside the normal support mechanisms, adapting to unfamiliar terrain, social and economic conditions, operating in and around communities where anything out of the ordinary will be spotted and reported. Locals are the first to notice something out of place. The opportunity to work with civilians to gain their trust and understanding of the issues. Jade Helm impact on the area. Over 1,200 service members will participate in Jade Helm. Throughout Texas to include the training unit operational support personnel and opposing force personnel. Anticipate minimal physical impact on given area due to the large area of operations. Or funding, in, or funding identified for this portion of the exercise will go straight into the economy in the way of supplies, food, fuel, lodging, and services for exercise participants. Estimated economic impact of Jade Helm is approximately $150,000 into the local economy. What to expect? Increased military presence. Increased aircraft in the area at night. May receive noise complaints. Some individuals may conduct suspicious activities designed to prepare them for complex environments overseas. Local LEOs are fully aware of the exercise. Local footprint will be 60 to 65 personnel. Personnel may be carrying weapons with blank ammo. Some participants will be wearing civilian attire and driving civilian vehicles. Safety measures. Safety for civilians and exercise participants is our number one priority. Daily communications between DOD and LEA. Medics located with each element. Coordination with life flight and local medical facilities. Exercise support teams with communications. Clear marking of exercise participants, use of keywords to determine exercise participation, and codes. Signal ops. Throughout risk mitigation assessments, coordination with local residents, verbal and written. Fire conditions reviewed prior to each scenario. Fire extinguishers and other equipment located at each site. Public affairs office will make public announcements regarding exercise regularly. Questions and Concerns Master the Human Domain
So there was a PowerPoint describing it. Very simply, very summarized about the size and extent. The request for the Jade Helm. Operation. But of course, it's always very, very much the case that things are never as simple as they always seem to be. And in fact, the overall implications of this project, without the conspiracies or with before we go into the conspiracies, and the many aspects of this reality in which this was addressing, I would like to make clear. Jade Helm 15 was absolutely an attempt by the federal government and its special forces at the time, top brass, to war game whether they could successfully operate as a standing military army attempting to secure under martial law a rebellious Texas as well as other Republican states at the time in case Texas chose to succeed from the Union. And upon succession the Texas Republican Party, which was presumed to be obviously the motivating op- the motivator to this succession, the state's rightsist, the red team, would be the enemy government of the federal government, the United States of America. Its federal government assets its military bases, its federal institutions, its manufacturing and other various infrastructure that it deemed valuable and important, such as the port of Houston, the port of Corpus Christi, the various government agency buildings, the federal buildings such as the CIA Armory in San Antonio FBI buildings etc. That would be the symbolic areas to secure with these National Guard troops as well as the pragmatic in terms of the federal government's thinking and logic. Well, with the CIA operating as the indigenous, the Indian, the the hostile The red team, as they often do, red sail, 
being why the Navy SEALs were involved with this operation, most likely. Red Sail being a legendary counter-security operators unit that acts against the United States in testing the weaknesses of American security against peer-level special forces. And they kidnap admirals and interrogate them for information, such as state secrets. They plant explosives on U.S. Navy ships while in dock. You know, all as military exercises, of course. And Red Sail would no doubt have been part of this Red Team. Well, the Red Team achieved victory by defeating the Jade Helm, SOCOM, and National Guard forces within two weeks. of an eight-week exercise within two weeks had caused enough operational and objective damage to have the U.S. SOCOM exercise leaders declared Jade Helm 15 a failure in terms of meeting its initial objectives. Now, this of course was just the hypothetical practice on U.S. soil and not to get into the great debate of whether or not Texas could defeat the United States of America in a war if it chose to choose independence and the United States decided to choose war. But I will read these statistics. The Texas National Guard, the Texas State Guard, can arm up and mobilize a hell of a lot faster than the National Guard or an army can from outside of state. Meaning Texas can seize every federal military base in the state hours after war is declared. Before anyone knows what's happening and before anyone could really mount proper defenses of local garrisoned personnel. Let's get real. The gate guards at Fort Hood are not going to keep away dedicated Texas separatist 
militiamen. They are 18 years old, out of shape, underpaid, and when bullets fly, they're going to get the fuck out of the way. If we seize Fort Hood and Fort Bliss, that's nearly every tank in the U.S. arsenal. The only ones left are in other National Guard units scattered across the 49 lesser states and several thousand mothballed Abrams rusting away in the California desert. It would take years to get them operational again, and they were all obsolete models compared to the current deployable Fort Hood and Fort Bliss inventory. We'd also have the largest stockpile of nuclear weapons in the United States, along with the only facility that manufactures and maintains nuclear warheads, the Plantex plant. The Plantex plant is the primary United States nuclear weapons assembly and disassembly facility that aims to maintain the safety, security, and reliability of the nation's nuclear weapons stockpile. Texas also has vast natural gas, petroleum, and helium supplies. Even the official National Reserve of Helium, which is vital for many higher level manufacturing and can be used as negotiation terms or to bolster our already vast supply of natural wealth. And the only factories producing the F-16, F-22, and F-35s in the USA are located in Texas, allowing us to produce literally the latest and most technologically advanced aircraft To add to the ones already stationed in San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and Dallas. If Texas played their cards right, it could hijack most of the American military and its nuclear arsenal overnight in one massive Zerg rush and become the world's superpower literally overnight. And guess what? The Texas State Guard actually has a plan in place for capturing and securing all those facilities in case they're occupied by hostile forces or invaded. Meaning they already have everything worked out before they even mobilize. And now you know why Jade Helm labeled Texas a hostile territory and why the CIA, using their proxies with laser tag guns and paintball guns, etc., rental cars doing drive-bys on gate guards, effectively 
crippled the existing garrisons within two weeks of asymmetrical attrition. Another related piece of trivia to Texas, Arizona, and Southern California being hostile are the pronounced Latin American populations, as well as the concentration of gun rights advocates. There is also a massive connection to these areas with drug cartels. Which could also be interpreted as assuming the nations are proxies for corrupt states both in the United States and in Mexico for future invasions of first world western North American states as if they were foreign nations. Houston derived from Horace Town Jade Helm, Texas Birth of the Sun Child Texas can't leave without starting a civil war on their own. The National Guard can arm up and mobilize a hell of a lot faster than the regular army can. Trust me on that. Militias are very numerous in Texas. Some would number them in the tens of thousands. And with Literally millions of privately owned firearms.
in the debate as to why they were trying to take over Texas during the Obama administration. no doubt is because Texas understands its own rights and its own powers and its own identities far stronger than any nation or any state remaining in the nation. The operation was no doubt a cover for martial law. It was an operation meant to get Texans used to seeing invading federal agents and soldiers in rural areas as well as major cities to lay the fundamental groundwork of an invasion decades into the future. The United Nations is planning to create a worldwide ban on firearms that Hillary Clinton would have enacted and enforced domestically into the United States. Biden is too physically weak and unpopular to attempt such absolute submission and admittance to a deeper Illuminati New World Order agenda having failed at the Great Reset and having failed at the great COVID pandemic, scandemic. They no longer have the popularity, the momentum, or the credibility to try to push this insane agenda. Whose momentum, metaphysically, was thwarted in their false election and their stealing of the election in 2020. A Justice Department memo leaked in 2013, only two years before Jade Helm outlined a all-out gun confiscation and outlawing of firearms for private citizens 
as overseen by Interpol. This was quote-unquote proven to only be a theory and exercise from the National Institute of Justice detailing various gun control initiative possibilities, including buybacks and stricter background checks. The military and federal government were testing how to further spy and imprison political dissidents. This was after an anonymous Texas Ranger wrote a letter to a popular radio show claiming that there were trains moving throughout Texas that have shackles inside the cars. This was ahead of the training exercise. And he speculated that those trains would be used to transport political prisoners. Citizens who have made the red list were planned to be eliminated by the military. Some of the fringe tracking Jade Helm 15 have speculated that the existence of a red list a key of resistance fighters veterans dissidents and figures otherwise deemed enemies of the state would be kidnapped and dealt with in advance of the implementation of martial law by the special forces already positioned within the state after Jade Helm 15. This would have occurred had Greg Abbott not been very vocal about his distrust of the operation officially putting the Texas State Guard on high alert, activating them across the state, but also, no doubt, activating both the Texas Rangers and the various Texas Independence Militias that operate covertly but state-sponsored nonetheless. The strategies of so-called snatching grabs of people who've made the list are merely the domestic repetitions of tactics used in the Middle East for suspected terrorists 
but once taken, by the Joint Assistant for Deployment and Execution, otherwise known as the Jade, and the Helm, standing for Homeland Eradication of Local Militants. They would be taken to military-occupied shuttered emergency shelters known as FEMA camps from converted Walmarts. The retail giant Walmart closed five stores in the year 2015, including one including all in Texas without warning. These were immediately procured by Jade Helm 15, converting them to food distribution centers and to house the headquarters of the local operations. It was speculated that there was evidence that there were tunnels leading from these Walmarts to deeper underground facilities where people could be transported and disappeared. There were also rumors that the Walmart trucks would be used to take people to disappear them into the system as well as to keep the invading troops from China and the UN from sight as they mobilized and gathered to disarm Americans one by one. The operation was also set to coincide with a false flag economic collapse. This false flag economic collapse was scheduled to happen once again during the Hillary Clinton campaign, where MKUltra are deep state double agents posing as anonymous are analogous Russian hackers or North Korean hackers would cause cyber war shutdowns of banks and the stock market causing an irreversible financial collapse. The economic catastrophe would serve as a false flag and allow the military to implement martial law for real through the evidence and data that they acquired in Jade Helm 15, securing the natural resources of Texas, as well as putting down any insurgents or independents 
thinkers, political activists, etc. in these highly, quote-unquote, red states. A massive U.S. military drill. Texas, Utah, and part of California are massive areas. The unclassified information was enough to cause widespread alarm nationwide. Imagine what the classified information would have done. There were obviously more objectives and more territory to consider than just what we know. And surely Texas was not the only focus, but more likely a multi-tiered system of parallel objectives compartmentalized with need to know security clearance. Florida and Louisiana, for example, were added to the exercise. According to the presentation, the eight-week training program involved Navy SEALs, Army Special Forces Command, Green Berets, Air Force Special Operations Command, Marine Special Operations Command, Marine Expeditionary Units, the 82nd Airborne Division, and unspecified interagency partners. Under the logo for the Jade Helm drills, the sword with two arrows crossing it, it reads the master of the human domain. What exactly that meant was not clear, but at least some critics of the exercise suggested it might have been a euphemism for subjugating the population of the United States. Indeed, as other analysts have noted, citing available information, the drill almost certainly has nothing to do with defending the southern border from invasion, either by a hostile power, China, Russia, or Mexico. The few details that have been provided, though, are causing concern among analysts. Reports cited that the DEA, the FBI, and Joint Personnel Recovery Agency, the JPRA, would also be participating. in an unconventional warfare exercise. Referenced heavily in the Jade Helm 15 exercise, 
are the internment and resettlement operations about interning American civilians in camps and using PSYOP, psychological operations, on those detainees to affect their views and more, otherwise known as re-education. The drill was undoubtedly the most frightening thing to occur on American soil since the Civil War. This is a massive rehearsal of Red Dawn type portions, but instead of the Russians or Cubans forming a mass communist invasion, it would be the Democrats in charge of the United States military invading its own Southwest. What if the Union invaded the South first? The various provisions of the Jade Helm make it clear that this is exactly what is happening. Those concerned in the media were quickly called by the mass media ultra-right-wing fear-mongers and deep state puppets like Alex Jones catered to the image of the conspiracy theorist in the Lone Star State. They're going to set up cells of people and test how well they're able to move around without getting too noticed in the community. Local law enforcement chief, chief Deputy Roy Boyd of the Victoria County Sheriff's Office was quoted as saying to the press, they're testing their abilities to basically blend in with the local environment and not stand out and blow their cover. A former Army intelligence officer was also quoted downplaying fears about the drill and suggesting that it was largely a routine training exercise. This was not the first exercise within heavily populated urban areas in the South this decade. Previously, in 2013, a series of urban warfare military exercises in major cities including Miami and Houston involved real gunfire and black helicopters, which terrified locals who were unaware of what was going on. Obama has taken military authority 
in the unprecedented step of bringing troops from communist China and Russia to do training drills with American forces. Added to the list are the Middle Eastern nations of Saudi Arabia and Israel. Other foreign militaries, primarily European, have for decades been practicing citizen disarmament and other drills on U.S. soil. as famously documented on video by Alex Jones. Almost two-thirds of all Americans feel the federal government is out of control and a threat to civil liberty. The Obama administration, fully aware of this, is performing these military drills, is militarizing law enforcement, and is attempting to nationalize the police. Especially while identifying conservative states and cultures as hostile enemies to the state. Obama's invitation of foreign troops loyal to hostile regimes to support his regime is akin to hiring mercenaries. Nor does the fact that the current commander-in-chief beginning his political career in the living room of communist terrorist leader Billy Ayers, a man whose terror spree was backed by the Soviet Union and the puppet regime of Fidel Castro when it bombed the Pentagon and murdered police officers in Chicago. Ayers' terror group, the Weather Underground, planned to exterminate 25 million Americans in camps across the Southwest after taking over power, according to FBI agent Larry Gathrall, who infiltrated the organization. They were dead serious about genocide, Gathrall said in a videotaped interview. No coincidence since the Obama's federal government recent behavior ranging from homeland security stockpiling massive amounts of hollow-point ammunition to the multiple agencies producing propaganda demonizing United States military veterans, Christians, and Americans with mainstream political views as potential terrorists is also unlikely to inspire much trust. In fact, the United States Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia warned just last year that you are kidding yourself if you do not think mass internment of United States citizens is happening with Japanese Americans during World War II and that would eventually return to this country if left if the Obama administration was left unchecked Antonin Scalia of course found assassinated after exposing a nationwide intelligence apparatus spying on him
These soldiers reported active in Jade Helm were reported wearing incongruous uniforms, if wearing uniforms at all. And when examined, were lacking national insignia, rank, or name tape. Meaning, identification was impossible. A captain with full uniform patches and all that was recorded commanding troops that had none of those regulations. If one patch were to be removed, special forces insignia, that's understandable, but it's very out of place to remove the flag and unit patches during transport or active duty. We were training UN troops. That's all there is to it. It's a way to get out of regulations on foreign troops operating on U.S. soil. Our economy is about to tank. We have replaced a good portion of our active duty military with non-citizens with the DREAM Act, many of which from Latin American countries. All loyal officers have been culled. This is also prepositioned UN troops around the northern and southern borders of Canada and Mexico. In the scenario Rex 84, created by Ronald Reagan, a similar contingency plan is created. It was an O-plan, or scenario, drafted by none other than Colonel Oliver North and the Director Deputy of FEMA in case of widespread domestic insurrection. Juicy tidbits include the abrogation of all judicial, legislative, and individual rights by the President acting as Commander-in-Chief, the construction of internment camps, and the internment of dissidents described as forced movements of the civilian population, otherwise known as the Todesmarsch in German, the establishment of military governors of states and localities, and the quartering of troops in Americans' homes, that's the third amendment that no one ever talks about being thrown right out the window and into the trash. Yes, the great sainted Ronald Reagan, conservative archlord, was real keen on it, this communist New World Order seizure of freedom. The plan was prepared just in case the United States decided to invade Central or South America and widespread Latino insurrection resulted Think on that for a minute. 
Does anyone seriously believe, now or then, that Americans would rise up against their government because we invaded poor little Nicaragua? The reason was obviously a pretext in itself. Reagan's attorney general at the time, William French Smith, no friend to the ACLU, felt this went a little too far. Congressional hearings into Oliver North's penchant for mendacity touched on Rex 84, but Senator Anoy of World War II Rambo fame cut discussion of the issue short on the basis of its classified nature. Always the Patriot. It is classified whether Rex 84 was actually implemented or not. Exhibit B. Operation Garden Plot. Garden Plot was developed in the 1960s by the Department of Defense in response to growing civil unrest relating to the civil rights movement and anti-war activism across the country. It was applied in tandem with COINTELPRO and other nefarious Johnson-slash-Nixon-era surveillance plots. Ostensibly, it allows local and state governments to solicit regular military support in quelling domestic disturbances. In practice, it enables total martial law to be enacted in any area of the United States with a declared state of emergency. Garden Plot later became the Department of Defense Civil Disturbance Plan and was later activated twice. First, after the Rodney King riots in 1992 and again as Operation Noble Eagle following 9-11. Operation Noble Eagle is still in effect today. They don't know and don't need to hide behind the guise of military exercises to put down nascent domestic resistance to our growing totalitarian surveillance state. They already have the legal power to do that. The type of troops witnessed confirmed was once a company-sized moving armored column going from Fort Polk to Fort Hood. The unit was missing nation affiliation and unit patches. It was filmed in March with the equipment being urban gray and black camouflage Kevlar helmets body armor taking M2 and M3 Bradleys and M1126 Strikers Blackhawks and Little Birds on a train this indicated larger mobilizations of armor than declared by the organizers of Jade Helm. An unconventional armor and gear that are not special forces nor regular issue from any organization in the Pentagon.
flag patches should never come off uniforms. Another photographed unit preparing in Jade Helm 15 was a Marine fire team training at the gun range against targets that were civilian middle-aged women bearing handguns. In 2016, a poll was once taken where 311,577 <coughs> Texans had already declared their support and loyalty to a free and independent Texas. And then it was a fairly new movement. That puts it at 2% of the population of Texas. Where 3% of the population of Texas would match the numbers of 3% of the colonies during the Great American Revolution of legend and myth. And remember, only 3% of the colonists fought in the revolution to defeat the British. The National Security Strategy of Jade Helm under Joint Special Operations Command, JSOC, was coordinated and led from Eagland Air Force Base, an Air Force Material Command AFMC base in Northwest Florida. The approximately 1,200 troops were engaged over the course of the exercise for eight weeks. Mainly Army Green Berets and Army Infantry 
which makes people wonder and ask, what did the Navy SEALs, the Air Force Special Operations Troops, the United States Marine Corps Forces, and MARSOC, Special Operations Command Groups, Expeditionary Units, and the 82nd Airborne Division do this entire time? Most locations of the exercises were in sparsely populated, arid regions near small towns. There was a connection between Jade Helm and a comet and asteroid impact where Jade Helm was the dystopian martial law planning for the possible apocalypse caused by a comet or asteroid strike to Earth. With an ending date of September 15, 2015, the same month identified by some conspiracy theorists for the catastrophic impact of a comet or asteroid, so that all the troops would be in place and well-trained to seamlessly take power upon such an event. Based on a statement made by May 13, 2014 by the French Foreign Minister Laurent Fabius at the time, that the world has 500 days to avoid climate chaos. The conspiracy theorists at the time claimed that Jade Helm 15 is a dress rehearsal for the imposition of martial law upon the end of that 500 days. Although, since no asteroid impacted the area, we can assume this is more of a what-if than a certainty. There was a theory, a very popular theory at the time, that the Jade and Jade Helm was an acronym for artificial intelligence developed by the U.S. military. And this Jade Helm exercise was an electronic warfare exercise, first and foremost. 
with the implementation of mass surveillance viruses uploaded through Wi-Fi as well as signals communication scrambled with recreational or luxury electronics devices like cell towers for private use. Also, a link between Jade Helm 15 and alien UFOs invading Texas. Reports not from the United States, but rather from Russia but not from the civilians of Russia, but from the literal FSB, the new incarnation of the former KGB of the Kremlin, prepared a report by the system of forward-looking military research and development for the Ministry of Their Defense stating that Jade Helm 15 war exercise involving the thousands of U.S. military special forces being conducted in the western states of America was in reality a massive hunt for suspected alien forces whose crafts have broke into our Earth's atmosphere over El Paso, Texas on the 1st of April and the 29th of June. of 2015. According to this report, experts were first notified on the 2nd of April by the Space Research Institute of the Russian Academy of Sciences, the IKAI, that their Plasma F instruments on board the Spectre R satellite had detected a massive X-point or portal opening over El Paso, Texas where a number of alien spacecrafts then appeared and were witnessed and videotaped by local residents. On the 29th of June, this report continues that the Plasma F instruments on board the Spectre R satellite detected another X-point portal opening over El Paso, Texas, where another alien spacecraft was witnessed by local residents breaking through the Earth's atmosphere these videos have been posted to YouTube and have since gone viral. 
Interesting to note, this report says that it is the 29th of June appearance in our Earth's atmosphere over El Paso of this massive alien spacecraft, disparagingly reported on by the Houston Chronicle News Service, who supposedly interviewed Fletcher Gray, the head Texas investigator for the mutual UFO network MUFON, about the stunning photographs taken and which he said to have stated that he believed were computer-generated images. As to how Gray was able to determine this was so based on the number of photographs taken and none of the witnesses knowing one another. Neither he nor the Houston Chronicle News Service explained any technical side of the sightings. But the MOD intelligence analyst contributing to this report noted that within two days of this supposed dismissal, it was announced that a suddenly retired from MUFON with no explanation for doing so. This report further notes that IKI's ability to detect the X-point portal openings over El Paso, where these alien spacecraft entered our Earth's atmosphere, was due to the 2012 discovery of the X-point in the plasma field of Earth's magnetic shield by United States scientists working in Russia having defected from the United States. Described as hidden portals, plasma physicist Jack Scudder stated that these X-points, we call them X-points, are electron diffusion regions they're places where the magnetic field of Earth connects to the magnetic fields of the Sun, creating an uninterrupted path leading from our own planet to the Sun's atmosphere 93 million miles away. A wormhole through the Stargate. IKI scientists further note about these X-point portals that they are invisible, unstable, and elusive as they are open and closed without warning or any method we know of controlling them. There are no signposts to guide us, but others, i.e. aliens, may know more than we. Even though our scientists here on Earth are unable to find these signposts to guide us, these X-point portals... The same cannot be said of alien races that have used them for tens of thousands of years and possibly can even create them. Then-President Dmitry Medvedev, the current Prime Minister, who in 2010 were speaking in what he believed was a private setting, was recorded stating that along with the briefcase of nuclear codes, the President of the country is given a special top-secret folder. This folder in its entirety contains information about aliens who visited our planet. Along with this, you are given a report of the absolute secret special service that exercises control over aliens in the territory of our country. More detailed information on this topic you can get from a documentary, not movie, called Men in Black. I will not tell you how many of them are among us because it may cause panic. None of the Federation television stations that interviewed Medvedev broadcast his off-air comments, but they were delivered to the router's news service as a pool signal, 
and when this information about aliens was attempted to be aired in the West by Sky News, the signal was immediately cut off, but not after it was recorded. As to the intentions of the alien space forces that have entered the United States through the El Paso exploit portal, this report doesn't exactly say. However, the MOD strategic analysis or analysts contributed to this report noting that the type of spacecraft used by these alien forces over El Paso are known to be utilized by what are commonly referred to as insectilians or insect aliens, otherwise known as mantis who have been described as benevolent or even magical beings who want to observe and communicate with humans, but who are also known to be enemies of the so-called gray aliens. The U.S. has received the majority of its war-making technology from extraterrestrials in the past for nearly seven decades. Even more, these MOD strategic analysts point out in this report that the U.S. regions that these insect aliens appear to be dispersing in is also the regions being targeted by Jade Helm 15 that U.S. military special forces are now beginning to secretly flood into. As these mantis aliens are also known to have vast numbers of hybrids able to pass themselves off as normal human beings, this report says only a military operation like Jade Helm 15, where specifically trained special forces troops are able to identify them, would be able to find them among the American population. And furthering, MOD fears that Jade Helm 15 is in fact a new type of war being launched against the Nordic aliens by the Obama regime. These report warns in the Washington Post News Service now reporting that this internal American war exercise is now off limits to all press coverage and reporting. As to why these insect aliens would be targeted, the Obama regime in the first place, this report notes are the growing fears of U.S.-initiated nuclear war that they have begun practicing for on their Nevada test range, where their strategic bombers are now dropping simulated atomic bombs. With these... Aliens have multiple times in the past decade shut down both U.S. and former Soviet Union nuclear weapons and facilities. This report includes that the Obama regime siding with the great alien races against them are intended to start a new atomic World War III on Earth. This brings the world to biblical end-time territory. And there are the many aspects and possibilities potentialities that no doubt all simultaneously exist 
on parallel levels. And executed by the deep state right in front of all of our eyes for eight weeks in the summer of 2015 under the operational name Jade Helm 15. Now, to finish it, I want to read the Texas Ranger the Texas Ranger official I guess you call it Requirement slash mission. Simply, what do Texas Rangers do? What? Who are the Texas Rangers? What is their skill sets? What is this group and organization to Texas and inside Texas? And how that could factor in into defending Texas in case of a independence movement especially against the United States of America as a hostile and foreign invader in this hypothetical this is from the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum in Waco, Texas what do Texas Rangers do? the responsibility of Texas Rangers have expanded significantly over the last 20 years. New threats posed by organized crime, terrorism, and drug cartels have stretched them far beyond their traditional roles of criminal investigation and law enforcement. The basic mission is interagency investigative assistance, where they render assistance to local law enforcement officials as requested or assigned. They establish direct personal contact and maintain close liaisons with all agencies or branches thereof. They're concerned with the investigation and suppression of criminal activities. These activities extend nationwide with distribution of information on active offenders and criminal offensive to all interested agencies. Criminal Intelligence and Suppression of Organized Crime the Texas Ranger Division investigates organized criminal activity and coordinates with federal and state, county, and city law enforcement agencies to suppress such activity. Localized suppression of crime and extraordinary circumstances. 
under orders of the director of Texas DPS suppression of all criminal activity in areas where local officials are unwilling or unable to maintain Texas law in order. Interagency training. Participate in and provide specialized educational training programs to local, state, and federal law enforcement representatives. The special officers of the court, the op upon the specific requests or orders of a judge, serve as special officers of the court to maintain decorum and protect life and property during any judicial proceeding. Internal Investigations Within the authorization of the Director of Texas DPS, conduct investigations of alleged mis misconduct on the part of other Texas Department of Public Safety personnel. Serve as lead department investigators when a Texas de Department of Public Safety is killed or suffers serious bodily injury attributable to an intentional act. Forensic Capabilities They provide personal or personnel trained in hypnosis and art to assist witnesses and victims in recalling the details of crimes. They provide facial reconstruction for use as an investigative tool with skeletal remains. Special security for elected officials, when called upon, provide protection for elected officials at public functions and as directed by a superior officer and gubernatorial security. They assist the governor's protective detail in providing security for the Texas governor during his official travels throughout the state as well as other dignitaries into the state. They have a special operations group. The Special Operations Group is comprised of six programs to counter threats posed by criminal organizations, terrorists, both international and domestic, and drug trafficking organizations with a focus on the U.S.-Mexican border. SOG draws on highly trained personnel, technology, interagency cooperation, and other assets to resolve critical incidents through task forces and a special command structure. The SOG consists of the Special Weapons and Tactics Team, SWAT, headquartered in Austin, highly trained team, primary mission of responding statewide to critical incidents of a high-risk nature, hostage situations, active shooter incidents, and high-risk warrants services. The Bomb Squad is a component of the SWAT team that responds to situations involving explosive devices and related threats. They bomb technicians train with the U.S. Army. They are FBI accredited. The Ranger Reconnaissance Team is a highly trained tactical team carrying out specific missions focusing on the Texas-Mexican border. The team is capable of operating covertly in remote areas where conventional law enforcement cannot operate. The team focuses on gathering intelligence, conducting interdiction, and disrupting criminal activity associated with drug cartels. Special Response Teams, the SRT, are specialized rapid response teams which operate in each of the DPS regions. SRT is comprised of members from the Texas Highway Patrol, Criminal Investigations Division, and the Texas Rangers. SRT members serve high-risk warrants and respond to critical incidents involving barricaded subjects, hostage situations, and active shooter incidents within their respective DPS regions. 
Crisis Negotiation Teams, CNT. Members deploy as a team and evaluate and resolve critical incidents involving emotionally disturbed individuals, hostage situations, or barricaded subjects. CNT members are comprised of a cross-section of officers from Texas Highway Patrol, criminal investigation divisions, and Texas Rangers who respond to incidents within their respective regions. Joint Operations Intelligence Centers and the Border Security Operations Center. There are six Joint Operations and Intelligence Centers distributed along the Texas-Mexico border. These collect a wide variety of intelligence and real-time surveillance and information and forward it to the Border Security Operations Center. They have specialized programs, including the Interdiction for the Protection of Children. This internationally recognized program trains Texas Highway Patrol troopers and other law enforcement officers to recognize suspicious behavior in children and adults leading to the identification and recovery of abducted and missing children. Officers receive this training. Officers using this program have rescued more than 100 missing and endangered children since its founding in 2010. Unsolved Crimes Investigation Program The Unsolved Crimes Investigation Program provides Texas law enforcement agencies with a means of investigating unsolved murders or what appears to be a serial or linked crimes, often involving homicides. There's no statute of limitations on the offense of murder, so the state has the moral and statutory obligations to pursue these cases until all leads are exhausted. The Public Corruption Unit the 81st Texas Legislators it's created a public corruption unit within the Texas Department of Public Safety under the Texas Ranger Division. The Texas Rangers are tasked with investigating public corruption among public officials, law enforcement officers, and others holding positions of public trust. The Texas Rangers serve as the Prioritan Guard and the FSB slash FBI of Texas itself. It's a fifth column and is, in many cases, the law of the law. But in times of crisis or war, could easily be made the law of the land. and would no doubt be equal to, if not a far greater popular front for a hypothetical Texas civil war as the Taliban was in Afghanistan. And whose effectiveness as a paramilitary group is historic going all the way back to when Texas was its own republic and the Indian Wars with the Comanche. Food for Thought. As Jade Helm 15 is becoming increasingly further obscured 
by the ever-increasing mountain of information we call the days of our lives. But I see no reason why Jade Helm 15 should ever be forgot. For I believe it is not fully known yet to what Jade Helm 15 was truly for. with my theory being all of the above. But for reasons we may never know. Thank you all very much for listening out there in Dreamland to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am your Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you very much as I broadcast to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas my pride and privilege to be doing so so thank you all peace out